0: for another episode of library gals go to the library where your favorite bookworms give our recommendations from the delaware county district library so don't worry we'll help you find something new to get lost in hello and welcome back to another episode of library gals go to the library it's July, and we are well into the midst of our summer reading program. Don't forget to come in and turn in your reading log for six-hour prizes and 12-hour prizes. Don't forget, grown-ups, you can turn in four books that you've read using one of our bookmarks to get a prize while supplies last. You can also get entered into a drawing for a night out at the Cohatch Theater in downtown Delaware. The Cohatch Working Space has a private theater and screening room where you and 30-some of your guests could get to spend a night out. That's our grand prize drawing for the Adult Summer Reading Program. Keep on reading and come and visit us. That goes until the end of July. Now that we're here in July, we have something special to celebrate. July is Disability Pride Month. This might not be something that you're aware of, but in 1990, the Americans with Disabilities Act was passed. That was in on July 26th. This prohibits the discrimination against people with disabilities. Following this legislation, Boston held the first Disability Pride Day event in July of 1990 and Disability Pride Month was born. Since then, Disability Pride events have been celebrated in the month of July in cities including Los Angeles, New York City, San Antonio, Madison, Wisconsin, Brighton, UK, and Charleston, South Carolina. The list of participating cities continues to grow. Maybe we'll see Delaware on that list sometime soon. While disability pride and parades are a relatively new concept, The idea of disability pride is rooted in the same foundation as movements like the lgbtq plus and black pride in 2013 chicago's disability pride parade defined their mission in three ways to change the way people think about and define disability to break down and end the internalized shame among people with disabilities and to promote the belief in society that disability is a natural and beautiful part of human diversity in which people living with disabilities can take pride. I think that's really great. The library really does strive to be inclusive for all members of our community, and that includes providing materials for and about people with different disabilities. This month, we have some streaming recommendations from a great library resource called Canopy. If you're not familiar with Canopy, you have access to it with your library card, and it features full-length films, as well as documentaries, television shows, and educational programming. There are lectures on Canopy, a lot of great content. And if you happen to be an educator, you can include clips and a playlist from Canopy to share in a classroom. Canopy has done a really great job of highlighting films for disability pride month. And I'm going to talk about a few of them that I think we might enjoy. The first is born this way. Born this way follows a group of seven young adults born with down syndrome, as they pursue their passions and lifelong dreams, explore friendships, romantic relationships, and work all while defying society's expectations. Born this way was a television show. I believe it may still be on the air. That is on AMC, but you can check out episodes on Canopy and stream them at home. Next recommendation from Canopy is Murderball. Murderball is a film about tough, highly competitive, quadriplegic rugby players. These men have been forced to live life sitting down, but in their own version of the full-contact sport, they smash each other in custom-made gladiator-like wheelchairs. This tells the story of a group of world-class athletes unlike any ever shown on the screen. In addition to smashing chairs, it will smash every stereotype you have ever had about the disabled. Next is Deaf Out Loud. This new documentary special follows three predominantly deaf families as they raise their children in a hearing world. That one is executive produced by Marley Matlin. My Beautiful Stutter follows five kids who stutter, ages nine to 18, from all over the United States and all walks of life, who, after experiencing a lifetime of bullying and stigmatization, meet other children who stutter at an interactive arts-based program, the Stuttering Association for the Young, based in New York City. Their journey to say, finds some close to suicide, others withdrawn and fearful, exhausted and defeated from failed fluency training, societal pressures to not stutter, or the decision to remain silent. Over the course of a year, we witness firsthand the incredible transformation that happens when these young people of wildly different backgrounds experience for the first time the revolutionary idea at the heart of say, that it's okay to stutter. Finally, our last selection streaming on Canopy for Disability Pride Month is Certain Proof Students with disabilities fight for inclusion in public schools. Over the course of two and a half years, certain proof follows the lives of Kayla, Josh, and Colin, three children with cerebral palsy. Despite multiple disabilities, they fight to prove that they are able to learn and deserve to be taught. Colin finds no child left behind has exceptions. Kay combats harsh stereotypes inside middle school and Josh faces continual doubt that he can learn at all. They and their families dare to hope in a striking testament to the complexity of the human spirit. And that is certain proof, all available streaming on Canopy. If you need any help with Canopy, you can contact one of your local library branches. We'd be happy to get you started on that. Canopy can be watched from a smartphone, from your television, or from a computer. The next recommendations I have for movies that will give you new insight for Disability Pride Month, they're all on streaming subscription services. I know not everyone has access to these services, but if you do, seek these films out. They're all really excellent. The first recommendation from a streaming service is Crip Camp on Netflix. Camp Janed was a summer camp in New York in the 1970s that was described as a loose, free-spirited camp designed for teens with disabilities. For the teenagers, it was a place where they could really be themselves, away from the pressures of an ableist society. Beyond looking at the camp itself, the documentary shows the influence the camp had on people. Many of these attendees went on to become activists in the disabilities rights movement. This was really eye-opening, this documentary. I really loved seeing the footage they had, not only of all of the kids at camp, but what they ended up achieving after they left camp. It was really remarkable. I highly recommend Crip Camp on Netflix if you have access to it. Next up was a movie that I also really enjoyed, and it is filmed locally here in Ohio. Many of the scenes were shot in our neighboring community of Worthington. That movie is called How to Dance in Ohio. It's currently streaming on HBO Max and Hulu. Making friends, dating, fitting in at work. These challenges can be hard for any young adult, but for those with autism, coming of age can be downright paralyzing. This inspiring film charts the challenges and triumphs of a group of teens and young adult from Columbus, Ohio, all of whom are living on the autism spectrum as they prepare for their first spring formal dance. Fun fact about How to Dance in Ohio, it's recently been turned into a musical that had its off-Broadway premiere. I haven't heard it yet, but I love the story so much, and following these young people on their journey was really remarkable. That's How to Dance in Ohio, streaming on HBO Max, Hulu, and maybe coming to Broadway someday soon next recommendation is a movie that you probably have heard of and i really really wish the library had access to it that is the movie coda c-o-d-a which stands for child of deaf adults coda is only streaming on apple tv and at this point apple is making it really tricky to put some of their items on dvd that means we don't have access to stream it but i hope we will one day have a copy that we can lend out to you the plot of Coda is that Ruby is the only hearing person in her deaf family. When the family's fishing business is threatened, Ruby finds herself torn between pursuing her passion at Berkeley College of Music and her fear of abandoning her parents. Also on HBO Max and Hulu is Miss You Can Do It. For children with a learning or physical disability, the focus is often on what's wrong. The Miss You Can Do It pageant, an event for little girls with special needs, celebrates what's right. This uplifting film looks at several young contestants in the pageant, as well as its founder, Abby Curran, the first woman with a disability to compete in the Miss USA pageant. And finally, I have a resource that I wanted to share because I learned about it when I was researching some of these films and thought it was just too good to keep to myself. That is the Real Abilities Film Festival reel spelled r-e-e-l like a film reel this is the largest festival in the the united states dedicated to promoting awareness and appreciation for the lives stories and artistic expressions of people with disabilities founded in new york in 2007 the festival presents award-winning films by and about people with disabilities in multiple locations throughout each hosting city Post-creating discussions and other engaging programs bring together the community to explore, discuss, embrace, and celebrate the diversity of our shared human experience. Visit realabilities.org to learn more and see past year's films. Looking on their website, Columbus has served as a Real Abilities Film Festival location in the past, so hopefully one day we'll be able to catch one of those films here close to home that is real abilities.org check it out okay now that we have a few streaming and outside recommendations from canopy and from some streaming services i also wanted to share a few staff picks and library book recommendations with you we have some recommendations for younger kids young adults and for grown-ups First up for our kid's recommendation is What Happened to You by James Catchpole. Imagine if you were asked the same question again and again and again throughout your life. Imagine if it was a question that didn't bring about the happiest of memories. This is the experience of one-legged Joe, a child who just wants to have fun on the playground. Constantly seen first for his disability, Joe is fed up of only ever being asked about his leg. All he wants to do is play pirates, but as usual, one after the other, all the children ask him the same question they always ask, what happened to you? Understandably, Joe gets increasingly cross, until finally the penny drops and the children realize that it's a question Joe just doesn't want to answer, and that Joe is playing a rather good game. One that they can join in with if they stop fixating on his missing legs. Because children are children after all. This book is so adorable. The drawings of the kids on the playground is so imaginative and so fun. And really, kids should just learn how to play with each other in the way they can play. And this book does a great way of describing that. Next, we have elephant and piggy this is a much loved duo here around the library and for elephant and piggy recommendation to get conversations started with your kiddos about disabilities and how to be more inclusive we have can i play too in can i play too elephant and piggy are playing catch when a new friend asks to join in only he's a snake and it is hard to play catch without arms After a few tries, the group figures out a way to include everyone in the game. Alice in our youth services department here at the Orange Branch says, "'This book is really sweet, plus it's elephant and piggy, so you know kids will love it.'" That's absolutely right, Alice. Next, for a recommendation for younger kiddos, we have Allie and the Sea Stars. Allie loves to dance, sing, and act, but she had never thought of putting on her own show until her neighbor asks, why wait? immediately energized Allie gets to work there's so much to do before showtime choosing the right musical auditions rehearsals costumes and set design Allie can do anything with her family and friends in this book Allie is in a wheelchair so kids will get to learn more about kids in wheelchairs being just like them now we have a little bit older recommendations for Kids who are reading chapter books and want to know more about different abilities and how those work for different characters. This is Avon Green Sleuthing Machine by Dusty Bowling. Third grader, Avon Green has been solving mysteries for a whole month, cracking such cases as the mystery of the cranky mom. But can this perceptive detective solve two cases at the same time? First, her teacher's lunch bag disappears and then Avon's great-grandma's dog goes missing. Fortunately, since Avon was born without arms, all the arm cells went to her super-powered brain instead. At least that's her theory. That's Avon Green's sleuthing machine. And finally, we have The War That Saved My Life, another chapter book for kids. This one is by Kimberly Brewbreaker Bradley. This one is historical fiction. It takes place during World War II. A young disabled girl and her brother are evacuated from London to the English countryside during World War II, where they find life to be much sweeter away from their abusive mother. This book was also very, very sweet. Uh, The main character does have some disabilities, but she also is put into a very difficult situation when she has to leave her war-torn home. She has a challenging relationship with her mother, And the book shows how she goes from being an angry and frightened child to being accepted and accepting of others. I really enjoyed that one. That's The War That Saved My Life by Kimberly Brubaker Bradley. Now I have a couple of recommendations for adults. A newer book that has just come out and I have on my to-read list is The Sign for Home by Blair Fell. Arlo Dilly is young, handsome, and eager to meet the right girl. He also happens to be deaf-blind, a Jehovah's Witness, and under the strict guardianship of his controlling uncle. His chances of finding someone to love seem slim to none, and yet it happened once before. Many years ago at a boarding school for the deaf, Arlo met the love of his life, a mysterious girl with onyx eyes and beautifully expressive hands, which told him the most amazing stories. But tragedy struck and their love was lost forever, or so Arlo thought. After years trying to heal his broken heart, Arlo is assigned a college writing assignment, which unlocks buried memories of his past. Soon he wonders if the hearing people he was supposed to trust have been lying to him all along and if his lost love might be found again. No longer willing to accept what others tell him, Arlo convinces a small band of misfit friends to stead off on a journey to learn the truth. After all, who better to bring on this quest than his gay interpreter and wildly inappropriate Belgian best friend? Despite the many forces working against him, Arlo will stop at nothing to find the girl who got away and experience all of life's joyful possibilities. That is The Sign for Home by Blair Fell. Our next recommendation for grown-ups is How Lucky by Will Leach. Daniel leads a rich life in the university town of Athens, Georgia. He's got a couple close friends, a steady paycheck, working for a regional airline, and of course, for a few glorious days each fall, college football tailgates. That's one of my favorite things, by the way. He considers himself to be a mostly lucky guy, despite the fact that he's suffering from a debilitating disease since he was small, one that has left him unable to speak or move without a wheelchair. Largely confined to his home, Daniel spends the hours he's not online communicating with irate air travelers, observing his neighborhood from his front porch. One young woman passes by so frequently that spotting her out the window has almost become part of his daily routine, until the day he's almost sure that he sees her being kidnapped. And that is How Lucky by Will Leach. All right, our last recommendation here is When We Were Vikings by Andrew McDonald for Zelda, a 21 year old Viking enthusiast who lives with her brother Gert. Life is best lived with some basic rules. One, a smile means thank you for doing something small that I liked. Two, fist bumps and dabs equals respect. Three, strange people are not appreciated in her home. Four, tomatoes must go in the middle of the sandwich and not get the bread wet. Five, Sometimes the most important things don't fit on lists. But when Zelda finds out that Gert has resorted to some questionable and dangerous methods to make enough money to keep them afloat, Zelda decides to launch her own quest, her mission to be legendary. It isn't long before Zelda finds herself in a battle that tests the reach of her heroism, her love for her brother, and the depth of her Viking strength. Those all sound like really great books, a lot of different walks of life. In the library, we also have plenty of nonfiction memoirs written from the perspective of folks with disabilities and those who have worked with people with disabilities. So if you'd like a different perspective or you need help checking out any of the titles that we've discussed today, please give us a call, send us an email, stop by the library. We'd be happy to help you out. I hope something on this list helps pique your interest into learning more about Disability Pride Month. There's a list linked in the show notes here where you can take a look for even more titles. And if you have any recommendations, you can send them to libraryguys@delawarelibrary.org. This is Katie signing off after another great week of having a blast at the library during summer reading. We'll talk to you soon. Join us next time on Library Gals. Go to the library where we geek out about books, movies, and more. You can email us your questions, comments, or concerns, any feedback you like at librarygals@delawarelibrary.org. To check out all the digital resources mentioned in today's episode or to request any items for your reading, viewing, or listening pleasure, visit DelawareLibrary.org. We'll see you soon!